Let's be seated. We have our team up, please. I want the, uh, the team to be sitting here in the front row, ready to come up. Okay, just want to uh, share just a couple of thoughts before uh, we have a few slides to see. Those who went on the team who are going to testify in the front row now, please. Okay, ready to go. Just, uh, it's a, <clears throat> last few weeks have been exciting weeks for the church, and we're entering a season when the church is involved in global missions now, and uh, every month you'll be hearing something that someone somewhere is doing. So we've got some people in Uganda right now, and uh, Elaine and Barbara will be going around in the different villages, ministering in the different villages. And uh, we've also got a team in Fiji that are uh, going around some of the villages and doing some work there as well. Later on, we'll have a team go to Cambodia. And uh, it's just a wonderful thing that as a church, we can have a global impact, local uh, influence and also global impact. So we had, uh, I've been away now for about two and a half weeks. Feels like forever. I couldn't wait to get back again. And uh, just today, it's just like a standing under a shower, just being in the presence of the Lord and being able to understand what you say. And uh, the last uh, week I've been in a Bible school with Chinese. Week before, a weekend before that I was involved in taking a camp. About 10 churches came together, a number of hundreds of people, and uh, also a pastor's day. And during that time we saw many, many people healed. Tremendous move of the Spirit of God that touched lives. It was a very, very powerful time for them. But I could see how as a church we've moved a long way from where some of these Pentecostal churches are. On the whole, a lot of the churches in Malaysia are probably about a decade behind in terms of being current with how God is working and moving. But most of them have got a very good vis uh, uh, missions vision. So uh, prior to that, we had, uh, I had uh, five days, six days uh, at a crusade and uh, some meetings and leadership training with two teams, team led by Andy, who took businessmen and a businesswoman, and a uh, team led by Joy, who brought uh, some women and uh, we had just an awesome time. So we're going to show you just a, uh, some slides so you get an idea what it's like. And then the team's going to come up and they're going to share with us. Andy will share first. Then the, uh, other sorry, the other team will come up and share some things. Andy will introduce them. And then we'll hear from both Andy and Joy about what God's been doing. So in a moment, let's get the uh, lights out. Andy, you'd like to introduce the slide presentation? So what we've got is uh, we had the pleasure of having with us Paul Connell, who's actually Pastor Mike's brother who's only just come out of the Catholic Church. And so he went straight over, just a testimony of what God did. So it's, it's just great. So what of the 900 photos that he took, we just uh, see a short period of them up here. So if we can have the lights out and uh, taste and see what it looked like. All right, so thank you, Bay City. So if we can have the team up, just ready to go. Come on up. What you saw on there, you saw a... a uh, number of different things. You saw a crusade. Well, first of all, you saw a conference. So everyone got here in their newsletter a, uh, a summary. It's a one-page A5 summary of what we did and your own photos to take home. So uh, first of all, thank you very, very much for what you gave. We're still talking over with the trustees on how we're going to do everything and what we're going to do. But some of the money that what we did, you saw up there some sound equipment. Uh, you saw up there the cost of that whole crusade was paid by what the church gave. And the sound, sound gear was paid what, what, what the church gave as well, which is amazing. As you can see in this little summary, the key things we went to do was to, to continue to build relationship with Pastor John Wandera. You saw him and his family. That was that huge photo with them all sitting down in the blue shirts. Someone from here gave blue shirts, so we took them and they put them all on for the photo. And so he's got four of his own kids plus eight orphans that live in their home. 
So you saw him and his, him and his wife. Uh, there was a four-day leadership conference. You saw that where Pastor Mike was preaching. You saw the four-night open-air evangelistic crusade where there were about uh, a thousand plus people each night and over that time there would have been over 120 saved which was great that's good come on that's good Danny uh, Joy will talk some more about the orphans and uh, and also what we saw over there um, but what I'm going to get the team to do is now just to share a brief testimony of what impacted them the most then I'll summarize from the business point of view, and then Joy's going to follow that through. So uh, if we can have Bruce. Awesome. Well, it was a great, 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 awesome time. It really was. The more I look back on it, the more I enjoy the experience that we had. The first night I woke up and I thought, oh, I don't want to be here. But after that, it was great. <laughs> so, oh, and the second, oh, yeah, confession, the second night too. And, uh, well, you saw what the streets were like, and some woman is screaming in the night. And uh, <laughs> joy. No, it wasn't Joy. She wasn't there. And, uh, but it was. It was a great time, and I was really impacted by the hunger of people. Every church we went to, the pastors would come up to us during the conference and say, you've got to come back for three days. You've got to stay three days next time. And the other thing that really impacted me was just the team. Just really enjoyed the team. It was just great. We got on really well. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Good morning. I must say that um, to go over there was absolutely shell-shocking. It reduced me to tears. The poverty, like you've never seen before, families living in a mud hut, mud floor, um, no windows, no doors, but they walked out of there immaculate, not a sign of mud on their shoes or anything, and they just had such love to give. And I just loved these people at the end. We had an awesome time, a superb team, and we all knitted together, and we just went out, and it stretched me like I've never been stretched before. I've done things like I've never been done before, even getting up on stage and having to worship. I must admit, they didn't give me a mic, but I did it. They called us the New Zealand Choir, for goodness sake, but it was just amazing, and the two guys that you saw with me in the photo, they adopted me as their mum. They said they were similar age to my kids, so they wanted me as their mum. It was an amazing time, and I feel very blessed to go, and be excited that your money is going to make a change in that country. Yeah, very impacting indeed. Especially uh, Bruce's snoring. Where is he? <laughs> and Andy's socks. Uh, no, it was really good. And uh, now if you haven't been to a country like that before, it is, does take a time to adjust. And um, it was just amazing seeing how these people live. There's a huge amount of need over there. And, uh, yeah, you, I, I had little children coming up to me and wanting food. They're only three years old. They were living in the bushes out the back. And, you know, you have to deal with that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it did stretch me. If you go to a country like this, uh, there's a lot of praying. There's, there's, you need a, a larger amount of capacity than what you think you have. Um, so that was really good. We come back challenged. And uh, the whole experience was just really humbling. And the team was great. And um, it's brought more balance to my life. Thanks. Good morning, church. Good morning, guys. Hey, it's really cool to be here, eh? And, um, such a privilege to go over there, I see people, um, I was always a grasshopper in my own eyes, and to see those guys over there, they just really reached out to me, and I reached out to them, and just, it's just so awesome building a relationship with people who you've got nothing in common with, but you have got, you've got heaps, you've got Jesus, and man, it's just so cool, eh? And, um, 
yeah, it's just great to be up there dancing, singing, giving it heaps, eh? And if you go over there, man, don't hang back. Don't stand back. You've got to get up there and give it heaps. Give it your best shot, and God will come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll hear a bit later that Rod was actually our uh, honorary Kenyan because that's how he danced. So they absolutely loved him. But on the way back, we stopped in Dubai. And in Dubai, we actually picked up and brought back our very own Sheik. So I'd like you to put your hands together and welcome our Sheik. So uh, welcome here, Sheik Fat. Hello, everybody. I was sitting in Dubai in a hotel, and I saw these people gathering. This one always showing his teeth. <laughs> he reminded me of my Doberman, Raja. I saw him hugging people. One poor man he hugged, I think his name was Dion or somebody, he hugged him so tight his eyes would bulge out. He would, <laughs> but he said he loved him. And then I saw him hugging a woman. I think it was Sue. And I thought, this is a good idea. <laughs> Let me try it. So I walk up behind and put my, where is she? <laughs> She's not game to come up. I put my hand on her shoulders and asked her out for tea. And she froze. I said, don't turn around. And what do you think she did? She turned around and she melted. I think, I think she liked a sheik. And I asked her out for tea. And she said, yes. But then she brought seven bodyguards. <laughs> anyway, Andy said, uh, have you been to Uganda? Yes, I've been there. I've seen the sorrow, I've seen the poverty. And I can tell you, my friends, it puts a lump in your throat. But then you think of that scripture that said the, the fields are white and ready for harvest. And the workmen are few. Who would like to be a workman for Christ? Who? Amen. So just a little word, please, for our younger generation that are going to be the workmen of the future. The scripture says, guard your heart more than anything. For out of it are the issues of life. Right? So guard your heart, you dear young people. You're going to be the workmen of the future. The fields are ready for harvest. Time is running out. You think of 9,000 AIDS, AIDS victims every minute. Within five years, 40 million orphans in Africa. And there's only one thing that's going to stop it. And just let me quote a specialist from the States. <coughs> The only thing that's going to stop AIDS is for humanity to turn back to true Christianity. And it needs workmen. Who's going to do it? I invite Andy to defrock me so you know who I am. I want... Because I believe in church, it's not right for a man to have his head covered, so I'll have to take it off. <laughs> But I want to be a workman for Christ. And I want you to say amen to that. <clears throat> we want the younger generation to keep their hearts pure and to keep their bodies pure and be a workman. And you've got to start in your own heart, in your own home, in your own city. Just one more thing. That 
that says heaven rejoices over one repenting sinner. Is that going to be you and me? Is that going to be your workmate next week you're going to speak to? I trust so. Okay. Thank you. So if you don't know, this is Leon. Everyone give, give Leon a clap. And his own wife didn't recognize him when he came off the plane. And if you don't know, that's Lynn Atkinson's brother. So it was great. The thing that impacted me was the scale not only of the people. There's, there's about 24 million people in the size of the country of New Zealand, but also the scale of the poverty. And the poverty is not so much the physical poverty in terms of the broken down, the houses, the lack of infrastructure, but also the poverty of thinking. And so it, it reinforced to me the whole thing of uh, you, can, you can give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, but you teach a man a fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And so as business people, we went over there to say, God, how can we help so that we don't want to just give money because money is a short and a temporary. It's like a band-aid. It doesn't actually fix the problem. It just temporarily helps out. And so we said, God, how can we help out so that we'll benefit long-term and with the generations to come? And so what we've come back is a clear strategy that one of the ways, or, or, or talking to the people over there, there's two key limitations to business. And these, everybody's a business person over there from the, the selling the beans or fixing the potholes on the side of the road through to a pharmacy or chemist, which is different to what you'd see here. And so two limitations. One is the actual skills to grow a business from just providing for the basic needs of that family to a greater level so that it can provide for the orphans. It can then provide again for the, the education of their own children. And also, also further than that, actually can provide for ministry expansion. If we provide land for the church, the church grows, then there's a greater demand for finance. And if the people within that church don't come up a level to be able to prosper and to be able to sow and give, then it becomes more and more dependent on other people. Does that make sense? So number one is the skill, and the secondly is, is the finance or the capital to be able to grow a business. Who knows if you want to buy a bigger house or grow a business, you need some money to be able to grow the business, to be able to borrow to get ahead. And so over there, the, the interest rates are like 19 and 20% for a term loan and about 40% plus for seasonal finance. And so that's very prohibitive in terms of if you want to grow your business. Do I hear anyone say, if there's not, if you think that's great, then talk to me afterwards, I'll lend you some money. <laughs> so, uh, so what we've come up with a bit of strategy in terms of what's been happening around the world too, in terms of global missions, is a thing called microfinance. So what we do is we provide finance. We set up, a, one, a trust is set up over there. Two, we provide capital so that it can be lent out to people. So not only does it come back, the money that you give gets used again and again and again, which is great. Secondly, you charge a small amount of interest so that actually it grows, so that it's actually worth the same amount going forward. And then as, as a condition, you actually ensure that people are trained. So you give them the skills to be able to use the money wisely. Is that good? So that truly impacted me. And then finally, I'll, I'll, I've just got this morning a letter from John. An email from John Wandera, Pastor John, you saw on the thing. And this is what he says to you. It says, greetings and love from Uganda. It was great having a team who were a big and, bless and great blessing to the people of Uganda. They were seen as real born-again people, social and free with everybody. People said that they had never seen serious and committed bazungas, which is white people, like the Bay City team. Thank you, Andy, for leading the team and, and being a real Ugandan ambassador to New Zealand. 
Everybody loves you and we'll keep praying for you. Special compliments to Pastor Mike for the wonderful foundational teachings which were so different to other exciting ones yet leaves people empty. So referring to other ministries they've had that rah people up but leave nothing behind. Leaders who attended have told me they have never remained the same but moved to a different level. Thank God. Bay City, thank you for releasing Pastor Mike and Joy to ground the leaders. Their ministry left an impact and deposit in our ministries, especially myself, was challenged and set on a different fire. Regards to Rodney for the high jumping. He broke a record in Africa. Thank you again, Bay City, for the financial support to run the meetings, plus purchasing us the sound gear. Words can't explain, but many were filled with the Holy Ghost, delivered and healed. Many also came to Christ during the crusade, whom we are now following up. Pastor Joy and the team who stayed was another blessing to rural churches we visited for ministry, especially the women's seminar. Women said they have never heard such great teaching, which challenged them to stand with their husbands in ministry. They pray that she comes back next year for some four-day women's seminar. Then they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and delivered. Elaine and Barbara, Barbara's, are doing very well. Elaine has radio ministry every night, which is blessing many countrywide. And Andy and Joy's radio ministry was remarkable, and listeners keep asking me, where is Wanyala Yesu, Webley Yesu, that's thank you Jesus, these days. Bay City, together we can win the lost to the kingdom. Thank you for the support to purchase the land. May the Almighty God bless you big. Your son in Uganda, John. <laughs>